0: one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re-edit of this film also came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills that got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since both <sighs> One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re-edit of this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills, and it got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know... Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen this film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesied mediator, the one who unites both the opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sits and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, in if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all of these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The, theme- the themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and different viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and fascinating that despite the movie being made over a century ago, it could still be quite interesting to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. And while certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re-edit of this film that also came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills Like him nominated for Worst Original Song of the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man of the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sits and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking, and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is only limited to providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know, but what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that Drive performed effectively by the One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film’s initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Well, certainly not a bad way to know about it. There is so much more worth discovering. By the way, I re-edited this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills i Gunup nominated for Worst Original Song of the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around the man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind High in Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. And never I get to closer to her, he pretends to be of some shimmy 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 Shit shit fuck, motherfucker shit shit motherfucker shit shit motherfucker shit shit motherfucker motherfucker harm my shit motherfucker shit One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release which was considered lost. Not too long ago though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While well, CERTAINLY not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, read really, this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga, had Freddie Mercury for an original song called Love Kills that got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies the more you know. Anyways, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one un- who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets the atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from Modern buildings of that time building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come i'm serious robert zemeckis tim burton george lucas really scott adolf hitler wait what's one trying to make again actually what is a point how do i transition from that anyways i'm much ma- i'm 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 shimmy I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all of these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that despite the movie being made over a century ago, it could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. God damn it and god damn your fucking ballsack. Jesus Christ, why do I try to make this? One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video, Okay, well, certainly not a bad way to know about it. There is so much more worth discovering. By the way, read is film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga, Freddie Mercury provided an original song called Love Kills, got a nominated for a Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class. He's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, specifically. Falling for someone deemed lower than him, in an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class. Where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of the film are. the sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler, Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what What is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film and so instead of dialogue moving the film We're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to even on its own These are still masterfully performed pieces of music However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition This movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time Is it a criticism or a praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are. But what I do know is that the themes tackle the in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and different viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that, despite this movie being made almost a century ago, could still be quite fascinating to modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are just so freaking good. seriously recommend checking this one out. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were not able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While that's certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, really, this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury write original song called Love Kills got out of Manifur with original song of the Razzies or you know. Anyways, it's supposed to be you probably haven't seen the film. I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, specifically the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking, and still provoke wonderment to this day if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s were unknowingly inspired sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious, this inspired so many people, Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler, wait, what's, what's the point I'm trying to make? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention, this is indeed a silent film. So instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed and performed, performed one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences would now be able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Okay, that's not a bad way to know about it, but there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, Rhea, this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury write an original song called Love Kills that got nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies, the more you know. Anyways, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class. Specifically, he's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, and he falls for someone deemed lower than him. And in an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. No, no, I'm serious. This inspired so many people. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler, wait. What's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is the point? How do we transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that the movie is limited to providing only so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time, there's just so much story and dialogue to explore here. Is it criticism or praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? You know, I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed so, so, so effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. This story is so strong and interesting that, despite this movie being made almost a century ago, could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good, I seriously recommend checking this one out. This has been considered one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences would now be able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences still haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Okay, that's certainly not a bad way to know about it, but there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, we this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury write an original song called Love Kills like Adam nominated for worst original song of the Razzies. The more you know. Anyways, most of you probably haven't seen the film, so I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class. Specifically, he's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis. He falls for someone deemed lower than him, and in an effort to get close to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class. This is where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans his zone on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking, and still provoke wonderment to this state, if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time, like the Manhattan skyline. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. No, 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 I'm serious. This inspired so many people. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is the point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. And the only problem is that this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. There's just so much story and exposition to explore here. For once, I actually want some exposition. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that, despite the movie being made almost a century ago, could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they just got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are just so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. This has been considered one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences would now be able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences still haven't seen the film. Which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Okay, that's certainly not a bad way to know about it, but there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, Ria this film that came out the same year as Radio Gekka had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills, like Adam nominated for a Worst Original Song of the Razzies. The more you know. Anyways, most of you probably haven't seen the film, so I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class. Specifically, he's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis. He falls for someone deemed lower than him, and in an effort to get close to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class. This is where he learns about a prophesied mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of the film are absolutely breathtaking, and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time, like the Manhattan skyline. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. No, 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 I'm serious. This inspired so many people. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is the point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. And the only problem is that this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. There's just so much story and exposition to explore here. For once, I actually want some exposition. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them were performed effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that, despite the movie being made almost a century ago, could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they just got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are just so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences would now be able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Okay, that's not a bad way to know about it, but there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, Rhea, this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury write an original song called Love Kills That Got nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies, the more you know. Anyways, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, specifically he's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, and he falls for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. No, no, I'm serious. This inspired so many people. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is the point? How do we transition from that? (sighs) Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that the movie is limited to providing only so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time, there's just so much story and dialogue to explore here. Is it criticism or praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? You know, I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed so, so, so effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. This story is so strong and interesting that, despite this movie being made almost a century ago, could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While that's certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, really, this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury write an original song called Love Kills, that got a lot of for what's original song of the Razzies... More you know. Anyways, it's supposed to be, you probably haven't seen the film. I'll provide a quick summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, specifically the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who's supposed to unite both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspired sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious, this inspired so many people, Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler, wait, what's the, point, what's the point I'm trying to make? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention this is indeed a silent film. So instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed, performed, peeps, 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 but what I do know is that the themes tackle the in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that, despite this movie being made almost a century ago, it could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are just so freaking good! Seriously recommend checking this one out. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler, Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film and so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music, however there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know, but what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are, 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 are p- 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 one of the most influential sci fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Okay, well, certainly not a bad way to know about it. There is so much more worth discovering. By the way, really, this film that came out the same year is Ray Freddie Mercury, fine an original song called Love Kills, got him nominated for a Worst Original Song at the Razzie's. More, you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I will provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class. He's the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis, specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class, where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of the film are... Rf- god damn it, and god damn your fucking ball sack. Jesus Christ, why do I try to make this? I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know. But what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all of these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and differing viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and interesting that despite the movie being made over a century ago, it could still be quite fascinating to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good. I seriously recommend checking this one out. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years. Even though a chunk of the film's initial release, which was considered lost, not too long ago, though almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While certainly not a bad way to know about it, there's so much more worth discovering. By the way, related really, this film, that came out the same year as Radio Gaga, had Freddie Mercury for an original song called "Love Kills," that got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies the more you know. Anyways, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one un- who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there is also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day. If for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the nineteen twenties. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the nineteen twenties would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I am serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I am trying to make again? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, a much. Shit, motherfucker shit shit fucker, motherfucker shit shit motherfucker shit shit motherfucker motherfucker, holy motherfucker, 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 shit. One of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. Well certainly not a bad way to know about it. There's so much more worth discovering. By the way, I re-edited this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga I had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills I got nominated for Worst Original Song of the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll probably a quick plot summary. The movie centers around the man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind high in Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him, and never I get to closer to her he pretends to be someone some shimmy 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 one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. And well, while certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re edit of this film that also came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills that got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen the film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around the man of the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him. In an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who unites both opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sets and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking, and still provoke wonderment to this day, if for nothing else keeping in mind that this was shot in the 1920s. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is only limited to providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know, but what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that Drive performed effectively effectively by the f-, f-, f one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made, and it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost not too long ago, though almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible, so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video, while certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re-edit of this film that came out the same year as Radio Gaga had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills, and it got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know... Anyway, since most of you probably haven't seen this film, I'll provide a quick plot summary. The movie centers around a man in the higher class, the son of the mastermind behind Metropolis specifically, falling for someone deemed lower than him, in an effort to get closer to her, he pretends to be part of the lower class where he learns about a prophesized mediator, the one who unites both the opposite classes. Meanwhile, there's also a mad scientist who has plans of his own on the future of Metropolis. The sits and atmosphere of this film are absolutely breathtaking and still provoke wonderment to this day, in if for nothing else, keeping in mind that this was shot in the nineteen twenties. What's even crazier to me is that the inspiration for this environment. Was taken from modern buildings of that time. Building structures from the 1920s would unknowingly inspire sci-fi worlds for decades to come. I'm serious. Robert Zemeckis, Tim Burton, George Lucas, Ridley Scott, Adolf Hitler. Wait, what's the point I'm trying to make again? Actually, what is a point? How do I transition from that? Anyways, I must mention that this is indeed a silent film, so instead of dialogue moving the film, we're accompanied with a musical score that is beautiful and at times thrilling to listen to. Even on its own, these are still masterfully performed pieces of music. However, there is dialogue that flashes on screen from time to time. My only problem is that since I'm so used to modern movies exploring deep conversations and rich exposition, this movie is limited to only providing so much dialogue at once and for a certain period of time. Is it a criticism or a praise to say that a movie was too ambitious for its time? I don't really know, but what I do know is that the themes tackled in Metropolis are still pretty relevant today, and the emotions that drive them are performed effectively by all of these actors with only their faces and behaviors. The themes of the rich versus the poor, people in different classes and different viewpoints coming together, being a sheep, doing what you think is right but is actually wrong, manipulation. The story is so strong and fascinating that despite the movie being made over a century ago, it could still be quite interesting to a modern audience if they got past the silent film aspect. The list of things that are good about this movie are so freaking good, I seriously recommend checking this one out one of the most influential sci-fi films ever made. And it was for many years, even though a chunk of the film's initial release footage was considered lost. Not too long ago, though, almost all of it was found and restored as best as possible so modern audiences were now able to see the mostly complete film. However, most modern audiences haven't seen the film, which is a real shame. Most may only know about this movie because of Queen's Radio Gaga music video. While certainly not a bad way to know about it, there is so much more worth discovering. By the way, a re edit of this film also came out the same year as Radio Gaga. Had Freddie Mercury provide an original song called Love Kills that got him nominated for Worst Original Song at the Razzies. The more you know. Anyway, since both. <sighs>